Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hello, Andrew Nimi. Hello, Lucy. How are you? I'm pretty good. Coming off of uh, nine hours and 17 minutes worth of sleep. Hmm. Must be nice. According to Whoop, I was awake for 44 minutes of that stretch, though. Do you remember what that 44 minutes that you were awake? I remember, yeah, rolling over several times, drinking water several times. I don't think it's the best idea to consume... Half a pizza? Yeah. Half of a very large pizza from Evil Pie, loaded with pepperoni and ham and sausage and cheese and etc. Hmm. Before bed. Did you eat more pizza before you came to bed? No. But, oh, and ranch dressing. Don't forget that. I don't think rest. that's a winning formula for a good night's sleep, to be honest with you. It was no. also really hot. Maybe it was just all the meat that I ingested. But uh, You had meat sweats? <laughs> yeah. They make a good pie, though, that evil <laughs> pie. I'll tell you that much. If you're in Vegas and you like pizza, check out Evil Pie. Not a sponsor of this show. E-V-E-L. Mm-hmm. Not E-V-I-L. As in Evil Knievel. Okay. Do you want to talk anything further about this pizza? Evil Pie has good pizza. Okay. We'll move on. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's my preferred pizza place over all the other ones yeah. around downtown, like uh, Pizza Rock or what is it? The Good Pie? Mm-hmm. There's also like a bunch out in Summerlin that uh, people seem to enjoy as well. Like what? Uh, I don't know. I just know that there are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we used to go to Grimaldi's when we lived in, not Grimaldi's. What was the other place? We went to Grimaldi's a handful of times, mm-hmm. but Grimaldi's I could take or leave. Uh, Cetabello? Oh, Cetabello. I think the pies are good, but the experience is so inconsistent at Cetabello. How come pizza is this thing where it's like people are so passionate about it? I don't know. Why isn't it like where to get the best plate of spaghetti? I think there are some people who are as... Yeah, but not nearly as many as, you know, pizza and nearly as passionate. I think it's from pop culture. All the movies always had pizza as, like, the staple. think so? Like, how I remember America watching from South Africa was always this, like, big pizza culture. And I was like, it was not something I ate Uh maybe even once a month. Maybe it was, like, every quarter we had pizza. You poor, depraved child. It was, I mean, there was just so many other things to eat. Was there? Yeah. Like, we would have fish and chips on Fridays. So many other things to eat, but pizza. I mean, I love it. I know. I mean, I if they said you would never have another piece of pizza again, totally fine. What? I know some people who can't imagine life without pizza. Yeah, I think it's probably my like. It's definitely in the top three favorite foods for me. Why? Sushi, mac and cheese, and pizza. <laughs> it's all carbs. Why? I don't know. Just good. I guess it's just like comforting to a lot of people. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a culture thing, like you I said, or if it's literally like the, the the makeup of a pizza, where it's just like doughy and cheesy and etc. I think it's completely cultural. Yeah, you think it's Do a you... learned uh, comfort? Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Your hair's looking great. Thank you. It's longer than ever. Is this the longest it's ever been? No. Isn't like while we've been dating. Uh, I don't know. No, probably it was longer when I mm, met you. I don't think so. I think if it you straightened this not out. bigger, but I think it was longer. When you used to wear a ponytail, it was like straightened out, wasn't it? Right. So this is not straightened out. It was texturized. 
Is that what the the phrase is? Yeah, straightened out. <laughs> it was texturized, whereas what is this? Oh, natural. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, I I bet this is longer. Mm-hmm. That's my wager. Okay, I I can't tell for sure. I never like measured my hair. Do you measure your hair? See how long it is? No, I eyeball it. Yeah, but no, I see girls on YouTube all the time. They measure their hair mm-hmm. to see how much growth. Really? They've had, yeah, over over time. But For what reason? Is there a certain number that's unacceptable? No, I think it's just tracking, you know, see how much hair growth you've experienced uh-huh. over a set number amount of time. Are you happy with your hair? I love my hair, yeah. Me too. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Two fans of my hair in this house mm-hmm. or in, in this world. That's good. Even your little gray hairs. Don't stop with my gray hairs. You have a whole... Whole head of them. Yeah. And anyway. A, and a beard of them. Yeah, we spoke about this last week. Okay. Thank you. We're not going to speak about it again. Okay. Do you remember last July 4th when we had that massive earthquake in Las Vegas? On the 4th of July? Yes. Remember, sure? I was driving to LA. I was going to drive to LA to go to the movies in the cemetery. Yeah, I remember the earthquakes being during the summertime, during the WSOP. I didn't realize it was on the 4th of July. 4th of July. Huh. I was wondering if that was going to happen, maybe, again. (laughs) I mean, we've had such an increase in the number of felt earthquakes, I guess. Feelable. Yeah, I was going to say that, but I was like, (laughs) I don't think that's the right word. Feelable earthquakes. Yes. Um, In the past couple of months. And I had mistakenly thought, wow. Vegas is perfect, not natural disaster land, mm-hmm. uh, only to find that we are on quite an active plate Yes, in Las Vegas. We have earthquakes like every Minute. couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. I used to really enjoy the occasional earthquake when I was living in LA because I was much closer to ground level every time I felt them. <laughs> but here in the mid-rise, it's a little bit more concerning when they do happen and freaky. <laughs> You know, it's just like being on like floor one or two. It's, I would even say it's enjoyable. A little shake, a little shaky shake, you know. Enjoyable. Yeah, a little ride in the waves here. Mm. But uh, not so much when you're several more floors up. A little freaky, you know. What are you going to do though? What would what do you, you do if there was a... Disastrous earthquake? Yeah. That's the point. You can't do anything about it. Exactly. So why are you worried about it? Because I don't want to die yet. Well, then you should think about moving and not just talking about it. Just well, like, I mean, that's the point, though, that you were saying is that I thought we were safe here in Vegas, no matter what floor you're on. We're not. We're not safe in Las Vegas. Um, I mean, we're probably safe. For me, knowing that there were so many earthquakes, it gave me a level of like calm. It's, it's, mm. just, it's just what happens. Well, you also thought you were going crazy by like thinking you were feeling something. Because of you. You were always like, you're making that up. I was like, no, I felt a shake. Yeah. No, it's not true. Can't be. No, I didn't feel anything. But here we are. Mm-hmm. Now we know from this. From well, the... I'm still not sure that you actually felt any of those. Well, you'll never know because you don't live in my body. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, that's true. You could just be I'm... more sensitive. I know I am. Yeah, but part of it is also like, I mean, I'm sure there's some level of you thinking you might be feeling something when you're not. Because... You're, you felt it before, you know, you know how, like when you've been on a boat all day and then you're laying in bed and, uh, 
you're about to go to sleep, but you feel like you're still on the boat. Or if like you've been snowboarding, like you feel like you're still snowboarding down the mountain when you're about to go to sleep. So three weeks later, my body's just still on the snowboard. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know about that. Possibly. Like a couple of days, maybe the day after I can see that. But just on a random Tuesday, uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're actually feeling everything. You're like a little human seismograph. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I think sounds right. Well, you're not an earthquake expert by now. <laughs> what about you? No, I'm not an expert. Yeah, I just know that they happen now. That's it. I know that earthquakes are happening frequently in Las Vegas. So if mm-hmm. you are a resident of Las Vegas and you didn't know that, now you do. Do you know what that site was called? NV Earthquakes on Twitter. At NV Earthquake. 49 minutes ago, we had a magnitude 1.5 earthquake west of Owens Lake, California. An Hmm. hour ago, 1.6 earthquake east of Dyer, California. Another hour ago, 1.3 south of Mina, Nevada. Hmm. 2.9 in the morning, just in the past. Yeah, these are all all picked up in Nevada, though, I take it, wherever their seismograph is located. Because if it says it's in California... Centered in California, I assume their seismograph in Nevada is registering it. Right. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. We don't know for sure. We don't really know what we're talking about. (laughs) Anyway, the point of this is earthquakes are nonstop here in Las Vegas slash Nevada slash east of California. Do you ever think about how you want to die? (laughs) Uh, I've never thought about that, honestly. Yeah, hopefully, like, peacefully and, like, in an old body. (laughs) Yeah, my girlfriend lost her uh, grandma, and she was saying, isn't that how we all want to die, peacefully? Right. And I don't think I've thought about... I mean, you don't want to, like, drown or burn. What's the difference? You're dead. (laughs) Because you have to endure, like, ten minutes of literal hell. And then you're still dead. (laughs) So what's the difference? Or I mean, don't um, you don't want to die? Cancer, you know, like you know, you could be suffering for months. Slow, not fun. This is a very morbid discussion, but you know, she didn't have any of those things. Right, she just you know died right. of hot uh, old age, I guess. Sure, but like physical pain, you know, if you can avoid that, that's a good death. It's a good death. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, we all have deaths. There's good ones and bad ones, I assume. <laughs> Do you think if there's a heaven, people go, how did you go? How sure. did you go? Yeah. And then they compare how. Sure. Yeah, it's like, you know, in prison. Like, what are you in for? <laughs> <laughs> like, what brought you here? You know? And you compare how you got there. Mm-hmm. Do you think you get better treatment in heaven if you died a very painful death? Nah. So what, you know. It's the time when you're still alive that you're going through it. Hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think I'd given it much thought. Well, I think also like... How I want to die. It's also for the people that remember you and remember your last moments and how they remember you, I think. You know, if you lose someone to a drowning, that's pretty awful. And every time you remember them passing, you have to remember that. So it's not just the 10 minutes. It's every time you remember them. Hmm. Hmm. So maybe you want to... So you don't peaceful... want to scar your family. Yeah. It's the reason that you want to die peacefully. Sure. So it's not really about you. 
Well, maybe it's both. Okay. Okay. Anyway, now that we've... So you still didn't say. So you want to die peacefully and old. Okay. Well, I'll how, think about how it. How would you want the other way? Just to like bug your family? No, just... <laughs> no, I just didn't think about it because it's inevitable and mm. it's going to happen one way or another. Mm-hmm. But you usually don't control how you die unless you go to one of those places we spoke about, mm-hmm. you know, where you choose death. Maybe it's an American Ig- thing. Ignitus. What was it called? Dignitas? Yeah. Dignitas. Right. Remember we spoke about that mm-hmm. a couple of months ago? Maybe it's like a very Western culture thing to have the privilege of choosing how you go or hoping to. No? I don't know. Okay. I don't think so. I'm trying to be woke over here. I don't think so. No. So, Andrew almost killed us this week. For some reason, he decided that Speaking we of should death. start running in the peak of Las Vegas summer. Mm-hmm. And not at 6 o'clock in the morning, not at 5 o'clock in the morning, 10, 10.30, <laughs> head out for a run mm-hmm. in the blazing Las Vegas sun. Yep. Uh, what's the temperature when we go out for a run? Usually about 100 degrees. Yeah. And he also wants to run through the Fremont experience, mm-hmm. which, <laughs> A, I mean, it's lovely to have an air-conditioned part of your run. Is it air-conditioned? I mean... The air conditioning is coming from the, the casinos. casinos. It's okay. not... The Fremont experience itself is not air conditioned. Right. But as you run past the casinos yeah. located on Fremont experience, there's a nice breeze. And, but And shaded, obviously. But yeah, you have to run with a mask on, which hmm, poses some, some challenges. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel... I don't know how I feel about this completely. I do like the physical activity outside to mm-hmm. remind me again how cardio unfit I am. But yeah, where did this come from? Where did this inspiration come from, Andrew Neely? I don't know. I just, I've definitely been slacking in my workout routines as like over the past month and a half or a couple months or something by now. Month and a half. Couple months, three months, four months, five months, six months. How long have we been in this quarantine? <laughs> so I don't know. I was just like doing some. IG storying, interacting with the people. And uh, someone said that they've been getting after it for a good handful of months now mm. and that they've been enjoying the results. So I was feeling lazy as all hell. So I decided to get out there, put the shoes on and go for a run. And uh, it's nice going through the Fremont experience, partially for those reasons, but also because like you are sort of like part of life you know like because you can run around the uh, like the blocks or whatever like the neighborhoods and get the physical benefits of it but when you go through the experience then you know especially in this time where we're so infrequently going out and mm-hmm. you know being amongst people and stuff like running through there you sort of get a, a little tiny taste of that of like going out and being with people and seeing the economy happening a little bit so feels good in that way as well Hmm. How do you feel after your runs? Feels good. I mean, feels like death at the end of the run, but <laughs> <laughs> but 30 minutes or an hour later feels really good. And that sort of like gives you what endorphins or whatever, like through mm-hmm. the good portion of the day. Mm-hmm. So I recommend running as it turns out might be good for you. <laughs> and uh, has that helped your poker playing at all? No. Okay. <laughs> Well, I think it might actually help at like early on, 
in the day or like into the evening. But then if I'm like playing online poker for too long, I don't think uh, anything can help. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't think anything can help. <laughs> Nothing can save me from, okay. from that dive, that going down into that hole. So let's talk about the new week. Last week, we spoke briefly about your excitement about the World Series of Poker Online. Um, so we've had one week of that, Have sort we? of. A couple of days. It started on the first, right? There's been, the first was... there's been four events. There's been like four days of it so far. Okay. And how many events have you played? One. One bracelet event? Yes. Okay. And how did that go? Tiltingly. Why? Because I was doing pretty well. And then I got into a stupid hand that I was a big favorite in and uh, lost all my chips in that hand. So so I was angry. Was the hand where you got, it was set of a set and you had the lower set and ended up getting quads. Was that in another tournament? Yeah. Not a bracelet event. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel now? Are you still going to be getting after it? Yeah, I'll still get after it. Uh, I think I'm going to play the event today. Today is Sunday. Mm-hmm. So maybe by the time you're listening to this, I will be a bracelet winner. Let's hope. Yeah, that'd be cool, but maybe not. Are they going to ship the bracelet? I don't know how that works. No... And then do you have to do your own photography? You know how they your take... Your own bracelet ceremony? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to do your you'll, own? You'll have to put one on for me. I think that'd be kind of cool if they sent along all the, like a WSOP backdrop <laughs> and some, you know, the, what do they usually have? The The winning hands and a pile of money. Right. That would be kind of cool. WSOP, if you're listening to this. They put the virtual pile of money on the final table when you're playing. So there's like a graphic of a pile of money bricks. It's not real? What? When you're playing online. Yeah. They put... (laughs) So when you get heads up, the pile of cash graphic pops up on the table. I see. So just like it would in real life. Yep. There's a pile of money on the table. What do you think that does for your psyche, seeing that pile of money when you're heads up, final table? Probably gives you uh, some adrenaline, you know, trying to get all those virtual fake dollars. No, I'm saying in like... In real life. In real life. Probably terrifying. Yeah, I can't imagine that'd be good for your mental game. So you have to... Well, the good thing is that like, if you get down to heads up, you've already locked up second place money. So obviously first is better than second, but... You know, it's tough to imagine because you've already won probably hundreds of thousands of dollars. If we're talking like a big, like WPT tournament, for example, mm-hmm. and second place money is pretty sweet already. But, you know, you want to go for that win. So I don't know. Hard to say. I've never been in that spot. Okay. Well, you better get into that virtual heads up spot with all the virtual money. So, yeah, I'll be out there. I'll probably play the one today and then some more this week. And then there is some discussion about chasing the tournaments outside of the u.s as well but more to come on that i guess all right do you have anything else you want to talk about andrew Nimi? let's see we covered pizza we covered online wsop fireworks do you want to talk about fireworks no not really i think no why there's nothing what what is there to talk about about fireworks let's check out the uh the feedback we got some feedback right we sure did. You know how I like feedback. Letters from the folks. Virtual letters. All right. So we received a message. We'll just call her S. Doesn't want to be named. Okay. What's up, S? She says, hi, Busi and Andrew. Long time listener. First time emailer. I've been wanting to email in for a while, but never knew what to say. Then this past week's episode, 
currently listening to while I eat my lunch has no listener feedback. And I felt sad because your podcast fills me with so much joy. So I figured I would just write in to say hi. That's that's so sweet. And she says, I love the topic of shooting your shot and the importance about talking, the importance of talking about things that might make us uncomfortable. I am an oncology RN and see firsthand the importance of personal and emotional communication. You never know when life circumstances can change for yourself or for your loved ones. Some people prefer to avoid topics that make them uncomfortable, but I think that prevents personal and emotional growth, which is such a shame. But I must also give credit where credit is due. My dad says, I love you at the end of every phone call, just in case. Not just to me, but also to his close friends. Better to be safe than sorry and spread some happiness every step of the way. She says, I also love the podcast for focusing on the protest that drop in listeners, their loss. Thank you for all the entertainment and enlightenment I get from your podcast. I look forward to it every Monday and I'm so glad you decided to get back in your closet and record again. Much love and all the best from a friendly Canadian listener. All right. Neighbors to the North. Thanks, S. That's great. That's an encouraging message right there. Feels good to be in the closet when you get a message like that. Why? Because it's hot in the closet? <laughs> it is pretty warm in here. There's no air conditioning in our closet. Did you? There is too. No. There isn't? No. There oh. is not. Why do you think it's so hot in here? <laughs> do you say I love you to your guy friends when you hang up the phone? Uh, Sometimes. Not every time. To, huh? to who? I've never heard it. Uh, Probably Jack. Love you, buddy. Really? Yeah. That's sweet. I mean, we don't talk that often, but uh, yeah, not as often as I would like. Maybe I'll call him after this show. Call him up? Yeah. Maybe we should get him on the podcast. Yeah, maybe. Express my love to him publicly. <laughs> <laughs> so that he knows how much he means to you. That's right. Yeah. Huh. That's awesome. All right. Number next. Number next. Harry says, congratulations, Wusi. I know the naturalization process is not easy. I'm so glad you were successful and I wish you nothing but happiness. Thank you, Harry. Thanks, Harry. Nice message. I agree. I also wish you nothing but happiness. We got a message from Jean-Francois. Hey. Congratulations, Wusi, on becoming a U.S. citizen. I had my ceremony in 2008 and I remember when they made me take the oath and renounce all foreign sovereignties. I ran to the French consulate who told me U.S. had no say over my French citizenship. So I still have two passports. And he says, now you get to enjoy jury duty. And he said, good luck, Andrew, tomorrow at WSOP. And he asked, are you going to play PLO bracelet events? Yes. Better believe it. I'll be in there in the four card bracelet chase. Did you play last week a PLO tournament or no? Not bracelet event. Okay. Four just the one no limit bracelet event so far for me. Okay. But uh, lots of PLO bracelets and no limit holding bracelets to be found to be won this summertime on WCP and GG Poker. Okay. Okay. So but thanks, Jean Francois. And lots of messages. Love it. Love it. I think the listeners of the podcast felt sorry for us. No <laughs> listener feedback. I don't blame them. <laughs> Sad situation. <laughs> and we got feedback from Javi. Yep. And he says, Hey, Boosie and Andrew, Boosie, congratulations on marrying America. 
but I am disappointed in the number of F-bombs you dropped in this last episode. You're American now, so your fuck usage should increase accordingly. <laughs> so he says, Nimi, I definitely hear you on not having, not feeling like things are going well if it's the only thing that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So based on our conversation last week that Andrew becomes extremely stressed. Is that right? Do you become extremely stressed or tilted? Definitely tilted. Yeah. Unless I like just back away from, from online poker for a little while. So we were saying that like online poker was going very lukewarmish. And since I'm not making content or working on any other projects, that that is the reason why it is extra tilting for me. Mm. Yeah. Harvey says my outlets of poker and playing sports have been hard to come by in this COVID world. So I've really been focused on my job and I'm noticing I'm a lot more critical of my work. I was lucky enough to play some regular online tournaments with people I know, but with things slowly opening back up, I'm worried about the online options going away. So do you find that you're more critical of your poker playing because of online poker play being the only thing? No, I wouldn't phrase it that way. I think it's more complicated than that for me. Do you want to hear about that or not? If you stop bashing up against the aggressor, yeah. Okay. So, well, I think that like, I don't, I should be putting in more work on my game, uh, especially like if I'm playing Pot Limit Omaha, I should be watching more videos, which I started out doing, but have slowed down significantly slash maybe stopped recently. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to like be critical about my game if I'm not even learning about my game or about the game in general. So I don't think my tilt comes from my my plays. Uh, it just comes from general, like spinning my wheels in the games. Hmm. So I don't take responsibility for my spinning of my wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Is what I'm getting at here. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Javi also goes on to say, P.S. Sweat pan shorts in the desert. I mean, I'll try them if you say they're totally worth it. You're welcome. But in I'm advance. skeptical. You're welcome in advance. <laughs> no need to thank me next week when you write in after you <laughs> enjoy the luxuriousness of the sweatpants shorts. And it doesn't hinder your desert dwelling, these sweatpants shorts? No, it's made it uh, a very comfortable dwelling, in fact. But that's why I, when I was trying to explain sweatpants shorts, you were like, everybody knows what sweatpants shorts are. But... They're not that, they're not When you think of sweatpants, you think fleece most often. No? Because okay, what but, is like. But are these not? You acted like you knew last week. That's not fleece. It's French terry, oh. which means it doesn't have fleece. All right. Which means it's just a cotton. So it's mm-hmm. not going to make you extra hot. So next time I when see. I'm trying to explain. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So if you wore French terry sweatpants. In the wintertime, they're not going to keep you as warm hmm. as a pair of fleece sweatpants. All right. You know, like fleece is that the inside of your sweatpants, it comes off on anything you wear underneath it. Yep. That's fleece. Yep. French terry does not pill onto right. your other clothes. Okay. And it provides a barrier to wind. Do they, do they make them in both types or just French terry, you think? No, there's no... I, I haven't seen a pair of fleece sweatpants. Okay. Because why would you need... You wouldn't. That'd be dumb. And now I'm less dumb. 
<laughs> You're like, everybody knows what sweatpants shorts are. I guess even the okay, sweatpants well, short wearer does not understand what sweatpants shorts are. Even better news is that not only are they comfortable, but they're cool because they are not fleece. They're French terry. So maybe that will make more sense to you in your purchase <laughs> and give you less reservations about that purchase. I think the the reason they're like sweatpants shorts is because they are soft like your sweatpants would be and comfortable. Yeah. Because cotton obviously it creases like straight cotton right. chino shorts. Right. And the seam might be a little stiff, you know, like yep. but this doesn't the sweatpants shorts don't have that issue. Just just get them. Just get them and enjoy them. And don't worry about thanking me or Boosie who actually ordered them for me. Okay. Good chats. Good amount of messages that we got this week. That's great. Please keep it up. Yeah, please. Please keep it up. Everyone else wants to write to us. It's hello at tellspodcast.com. Yeah, if you have any love you... questions, remember, this is a love and poker podcast. So That's right. If you have any questions on love, mm-hmm. let us know. Hello at tellspodcast.com. And remember, Sean had the new love in quarantine. Okay. Sean, if you're listening, let us know how that's going. Give us an update. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, I'm curious. Or if anyone has new love during quarantine, let us know because we want to gossip about it. Have you heard of the book Love in the Time of Cholera? I think I have heard of that. I always think of that when I think of love in quarantine. I always think of that title. Yeah. Because it's the same idea, right? Like love in the time of cholera pandemic. Right. So anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening to... How's your love during quarantine going? Tumultuous. <laughs> Tumultuous. Some yeah. highs and lows. Some highs and lows. What have what's been a high? Whenever you're not annoying. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. a high. How am I annoying? By ignoring me. Okay. But we spent a lot of time together during quarantine in a small space. I don't know. I just think maybe we would be communicating even better if what then we are after spending so much time together mm-hmm. you know I think we're doing all right all right is not good enough no who said whoever said all right was good your hair looks great <laughs> love it okay yeah looks very nice <laughs> feels nice all right all right is there any recommended watching that you want to recommend to the listeners of the podcast or reading or anything of that sort? I thought that would be a nice addition to the podcast if you've read anything or seen anything that you'd like to. Like aside from tweets? Yes, aside from tweets. Well, I have a recommendation. You do? Okay, good. If you like dark humor, do yourself a favor and watch Daniel Sloss. On Netflix. Yeah. Uh, he has a two-part Netflix special. Did we watch both parts? Or did we watched the second one. Yeah. Okay. And... So, yeah, it was really good. He's pretty, pretty good. I didn't like the... Uh, it took a little bit to get going. Like, the first maybe 12 minutes or so, I thought was meh. But then after that, it was really good. Okay. Just me personally. What was the other one we watched? The the writer for Dave Chappelle. I really thought that was great. Neil Brennan is a genius. Yeah. Uh, his comedy special on Netflix is really, really good. Like the uh, Joe Rogan interview with Jon Stewart. Yeah. That was good. 
it's always uh, interesting to me whenever somebody makes good points, you know, like common sense points. Yeah. And people are like, you should run for president. I'm like. <laughs> <sighs> well, yeah, he was talking about that. Rogan was talking about that. He's like, that's it just shows like how desperate people are in the moment, you know, for rationalism, rationale, whatever. Anyway, Kanye 2020. <laughs> and uh, before we make this a three hour long podcast. Yes. We'll chat to you next week. Bye. Bye.